Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. After you've joined us tonight for episode 191 of Radio Hot Lap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a look at motor racing in a light-hearted way, cool emerging technologies, gadgets, barbecues and perhaps Argentinian food that's won awards. More on that later. With me tonight, my regular co-host, JP. How are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you, Johnny. How are you? Good to see that you were late as usual. Absolutely. Well, you told me to be here at 6 and I was here at 6.15, so the standard 15 minutes is, you know, still working. Birdie Beetle, you don't get one. Only once a year from the show, not That's for right, you. you They'll do. be given out to other people that <laughs> that, that can have Birdie Beetles. So you did go to IGA and get your free Birdie be- uh, free show ticket, didn't you? Anyway, moving right along to our guests tonight. Two guests, in fact. Yes. Kevin Weeks, thanks for coming along. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, a bit unusual being out here in the bush like this, but... <laughs> 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 Is the barbie on? Teppanyaki. Teppanyaki coming up later. The hands will be chopped. Don't and ask course. me to cook, okay? <laughs> and uh, and Stoney. Uh, Hello, for, boys. Mm. Thanks for making time to come before you jet off to Goodwood Revival. Yeah. Oh, gee, I'd love to go. There. I couldn't believe that because Hardy said, Stoney's coming along tonight. And I went, I SMSed him back and said, well, isn't that weird? Because I was going to mention on the show tonight that you were heading off to the Goodwood Revival and for all the viewers just to know what a great time you were going to have, and here you are. Well, I keep telling me I am. I, I mean, I, I said to a couple of mates, I said, I'm going to the Goodwood Revival. And they said, well, I didn't know you were a religious. <laughs> well, I thought it was a fashion show. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well look at the hat. It's got a JPS logo on it. Is that? Oh, yeah. dressed already. <laughs> and, and Duncan? Duncan Donuts? Last... Coming in at the last minute there with all the, all the Pendleton lovely oils and good on you, mate. And a little bit of a sneaky red. Thanks for coming along. No tonight. problem. Um, also a, a classic Adelaide competitor, but in the champagne and prawn category. That. Mm. <laughs> Which one is it? The Retired. champagne or the prawn? <laughs> Started off with champagne, ended up with the prawn. Get up late, finish early. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> but most importantly, before we start the show, what are we all having to drink tonight, Dunk? Cooper's Ale. Amazing that Glenn would send some free stuff over again. Big I can't dip. believe it. Can't. You know, I, you know, I'm surprised he managed to do that after he got up from Balaclava the other day. The cup. Yeah. The cup. Balaclava cup. Giddy up. His photos were all over in daily today. Nice shiny can oh, too, isn't it? Cooper's. Uh, I noticed that. Corporate box. And soccer shirts. That's a soccer shirt. Yes, red soccer shirt, not me. <laughs> red soccer shirt. That was a Japanese soccer shirt. That it's tiger beard. <laughs> Don't mention it. Sire? Me? I'm, I believe I'm drinking red mullet. I'm a bit worried about that. It means a lot of hair or crap. <laughs> Kevin, as it doesn't taste uh, fishy. Kevin, you brought your own cardboard. What is it? Oh, I don't know. I've got a cheeky little red here, but... Uh, 
got a very unusual sort of thing tied on the bottom of it. I don't I'd know. So you don't mix it up with anybody else. Oh, is that what it is? It, it's oh. not the name. It's just remember the colour. Mm. Oh, okay. Later on in life, <laughs> get a bit vague. So it could be a problem with any communicable diseases we're referring to. Definitely. Oh, you get a door prize. And I'm oh, on the uh, <laughs> on the way out. Yeah. The good old Peroni Super Leggera. Well, Super Leggera. Super Leggera. Oh, hang on a minute. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> Kev, is that the beer you'd be having? Yeah, yeah, I'm driving the car. The lightest beer you can get. Maybe want to they give you a free, few free ones with a carbon fibre bowl. <laughs> uh, high performance beer. Mm. Spring has hit, and it's the first time we've actually been able to be outside, so it's sort of. It's nice, it's isn't it, to be able to do that? Um, uh, Andrew, uh, alias Fine Wine Buying Manager, uh, will be uh, uh, available later to talk about perhaps wines that are most suitable for the incoming participants. Whose testicle uh, is that on there? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need it. He doesn't need any training yet. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's great. He'll be back next week. He's great. He's great. He's great. Someone bet me his left testicle the other day. I said, I'm not really interested. <laughs> They're nice with a little bit of garlic. Jeez. Oh, you're a bad are man. These, are these testicles? <laughs> they look like it. Yeah. Oh, no, Italian right. ones. <laughs> Kevin, you can be sure that uh, no one here is going to ask you, how are you going to go at Classic Tiger Adelaide? Because everyone else is going to ask you that. Okay. We're the, we're the last people. You know, we go, it's no pretty, anyway, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> Do my best and hope to win it. You know? yeah. So, um, you know what? Like, uh, go quick. We just thought we'd... Uh, you know, we haven't had you on the show. We, we, we've had lots of people on, mostly. We have them on. Um, and we thought, you know, it was good there that, you, you know, you're a major sponsor and also, uh, you know, that that, uh, that that brings you, you know, into the... You know, what is it? Like Glenn Cooper, one of the... One of the people of Adelaide that you know, oh, should be, is uh, that right? you know, like, like the Michael Brocks and the yep, 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 yep. lovely bloke. Don't think yep. about him like that. In the old <laughs> days, he used to be <laughs> called the Adelaide bloke. If you only got the that Adelaide leg fixed from, from Mount Buller, <laughs> you'd be okay. But um, look, I just thought for for the viewers' sake, you know, I, I did a little bit of research and. Um, which is very uh, unusual, I might. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't usually have any materials here. You know, about Kevin, uh, who's, uh, who's come on here to, to join us tonight and, and is the, the last uh, three times winner of, of Classic Adelaide. In fact, probably the last winners, winners of Classic Adelaide because there is no more Classic Adelaide. But a little bit of research has found, Kevin, that you were a former mobster of Irish-American descent. Who told and you that? Which says it right here. Oh, that's my bodyguard. And after your arrest <laughs> and imprisonment in 1999, 1999, you became a cooperating witness. Well, I met Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lovely guy. Throughout high school, you were involved in extracurricular activities. When you weren't boxing... Yeah, I was going to box. Yeah. Travelling team... Traveling, you were on a team traveling to swimming meets all over Australia. I th actually, I thought I was in a circus, but <laughs> I can't recall that bit. But they did say I was a bit of a fish, so that might have had something to do with it, I think, John. <laughs> Impressed by your knack for making money, other mobsters decided 
people that like to get involved made you an associate, which then turned you to loan sharking. <laughs> <laughs> what a career, Stoney. Mate, I'm, take, I'm going to become a cartoonist. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in 92, after being part of the Winter Hill Gang, you left your legitimate job and became a full-time mobster. Well, I tell you. John, all these people signed confidentiality agreements. I'm very upset about this. But it's, it's okay. It's on Wikipedia. It's okay, but, but because you've redeemed yourself. Oh, really? After being released from federal prison in 2005, you launched a career into tarmac rallying. That was it, you're right. To spend all the money. Yeah, yeah it didn't take long. Yeah. Because you know how to make a billionaire. Start with a trillion. You got that right. Anyway, look, you know, as you know, the internet doesn't lie. Whatever you get to say for yourself. The internet doesn't lie. I've got no idea. I'm, just, I'm, I'm beside myself, quite frankly. I didn't realise people knew all that about me. I thought it was a hidden past. I was clean go. cut before I came here. Go Google's a wonderful thing. Uh, Wikipedia. You can find all sorts of Google. There you can, yeah. The, 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 the Google search isn't always uh, accurate, but uh, it's not. Kevin, um, like, uh, you know, with, yeah, when you got into motor racing, and I have a vague recollection that you did a bit of prodicar stuff and... Uh, or, or was it uh, that not even improved? Do you know how I got into motor racing? My son said, we ought to go kart racing, Dad. And I thought, yeah, that sounds all right. So loaded my son Matthew and Val into the car and went out to a kart meeting at the Barossa Go-Kart Club. We parked on the fence. This kid came around the corner, cascaded over the bloody fence, lobbed in front of us, and I said to my son, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> and then six months later, my uncle invited me out to a go kart track, and that was it. Matt mm. and I rode, drove a go kart that day, and the next week we bought our carts and were racing, so got okay. hooked. But you did, I think you did a bit of like production car stuff, didn't you? I've early, done everything. I've done open wheelers, I've done production cars, I've done uh, saloon cars. So, oh, hey, that was, now don't You know, we always cars. delve into a little bit of research about guests on the show. Really? How I, you know, caught um, Mike Drewer out for his DNF at the Grand Prix. <laughs> well, I've got a 2001 Konica V8 Supercar Series Malala Motorsport Park saloon cars CSA wheels race four. Sunday the 12th of August Not that one In a Holden Commodore VN No less That must, have been, like, the, that must have been your weekend out of the prison <laughs> Kevin Wheat's Position 4 There you go oh, Wonderful, that was one of my best events <laughs> Fastest lap 122.2258 there you go. And that was towing a caravan as well. <laughs> <laughs> they so do have those races in New Zealand. <laughs> Amazing how you can dig stuff up in That is unbelievable. I wasn't even alive then. <laughs> <laughs> Legally. Neither yeah, was anybody else on that list. I think, they, I think they got hit by the caravan fishtailing down the street. Only I got hit by everybody in that race. <laughs> The only person that didn't hit me was the safety car. Is that right? Yeah. You, you had, had more hits than Elvis. Oh, oh, well, Amber Anderson wasn't driving at the time, so <laughs> give her a break. <laughs> She'll have a chance of it. So, you know, I, I wonder about when you get into motor racing and you, you suddenly you become a bit of an identity, suddenly you get that nickname. Oh, okay, what is this? No, well, I mean, like, like your, your own. We're looking at this. I looked at the Australian GT Championship and there you've got Weeksy, 
I, I mean, yeah, how can... hard is it to be a little bit more original? I mean, you've got Lounsey, yeah. you know. We're Australians, mate. Richo. I mean, <laughs> is it a Y or an O? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, can... I'm just pleased it's not Tosser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with you. You haven't raced the Ute Championship. You got a point there. But wouldn't that be Tosso? (laughs) Tossy. Tossy, that'd be it. Tossy O. Tossy O. They spelled that a little bit wrong. That's if you're Italian influence. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, there could be a little Sedilla or something. There could be a bit of Italian blood in you. Guido is his name. So, how did Stony E O work? Yeah, there you go. No, that's just. That's that's high school. Um, I was called all sorts of things. In fact, Gricey called me Stoneballs. And that's the only name I can use on Skype. You can't, Stone, I can't use that. I can't use my surname. Stoneballs is the only thing I can use. There's got to be a reason for that. <laughs> I know. Ask Gricey. I'm sitting alongside of him. <laughs> Could be a problem. You have been called a few things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Over the years. In fact, death threats, which we've talked Never about. Never been called late shows. for dinner, though. Yes. <laughs> is that death threat? Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. Mm. Well, so, I worked yeah. at the news, I did. Yeah. Is that when you did the caricature of uh, Hawkey, was it? Oh mate, I was a bit right wing from the news. <laughs> 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 right wing. He was having lunch with Salman Rushkey that day. And yeah. Got into trouble. Yeah, I was there when a th- 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 fleas from a thousand camels infested his armpits, you know, <laughs> they were sent from Arabia. Hmm. Yeah. Come on, what other dirt have you got on Kevin? Have mm. you dug a bit more up? I'm squeaky I've clean, got some stuff about Come the on. weekend, of course. Well, we'll get to that later, but I'll just, I'm just going to give the viewers a little bit of a... We should point out that... Um, Is this just television? A, no. <laughs> and that's why we call them viewers. Oh, good. Yeah. Because when we do video, we call them... Because I would have brushed my them... teeth if I don't have a stare. Yeah, they're listeners when we do video. <laughs> You're a dentist, not in construction. <laughs> we, we just try to confuse them, so we call them... Sorry, John. Listeners, when we do video, no, no, please. (laughs) You're doing perfectly well. Um, Okay, so a little bit of stats for the for the viewers who who may not uh, have heard of you, but I'm sure. You're going to bring up my crashes? No, I'm going (laughs) to. I'm going to bring up your last three wins in in Classic Adelaide. Um, Obviously, going to be driving the same car. Yes, yes, please. Okay, and 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 Beck Crunkhorn. No. What's happened to Beck? Beck has got a sore neck. Mm. Beck with the sore neck. I'm afraid so. Oh, seriously? She was the best navigator. Five and a half years, yeah. fantastic. Never made a mistake. She's brilliant. But she uh, she has a little bit of an issue. She used to crack her neck like this in the car, and it used to drive me nuts. And I think she cracked it once too, too many times. And uh, yeah, she's just got a weakness in, in the vertebra, and she can't hold the G-forces any longer. A bit like that gearbox. <laughs> you heard about that, didn't you? <laughs> Only year after year. <laughs> That's why Oscar can't sleep at night. Yeah. I've got uh, a new one. This I've got Tony Fever. I've never heard of him. It's a female. That's why you never heard of him. Oh, <laughs> Tony. Tony West, with an eye. Imported her from Western Australia. Right. So, yeah, she's going to be late because they're a couple of hours behind. But, <laughs> so. <laughs> but she's light. Not as light as Beck. <coughs> Okay. Beck was 50, this girl's mm. 60. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But, but she knows her stuff. She actually texted me tonight and asked me, would I like her to do the fuel? 
and I go, you're a co-driver and you're asking about the fuel, that's pretty cool. Mm. Like, I've never had that asked before, <laughs> so she knows her stuff. Mm. Yeah, cool. Isn't it amazing how some of the best navigators, and I've, I've been a co-driver and that sort of thing. What are you doing on the weekend? <laughs> Piece of this <laughs> Save your legs and grow some birds. Quite talk to you. But it, 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 you know, like um, some of the best navigators are women. It's it's yeah, their lovely. it's their peripheral conf- concentration is much narrower than ours. And the other thing is they don't want to drive the car. Exactly. They haven't got a big yeah. ego. Yeah, no, the driver's got a big enough ego. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's quite evident with some drive, some some uh, navigators like Linda Long, who yep. was very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and, Lovely girl. Uh, and, yeah. um, and, and what about, um, uh, was it Jan Rabbit that used to navigate? Yes. The, yeah. yeah, she oh. used to navigate for the guy. What's his face? Jan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, she was yeah. good. Now yeah. is it down? <laughs> rabbit and something. Yeah. Oh. Rabbit and hole. Rabbit. Rabbit, was it. <laughs> rabbit and hole. <laughs> something similar. No, it's just an observation. I said the women are very good at what they do. No, um, I'd have to agree with that. Uh, Coral Taylor. Yeah. Mm. Yep. The yep. classic. Coral's been yeah. doing it for ages. Naomi Tillett. She's extremely yep. good. Mm. Yep. Yep. That detail, they don't have any emotions that calm in no. the car no. because they don't know you're going to die, yeah. you know? They have no imagination, that's what the problem is. Um, but what you said is that they haven't got any wedding capital between their legs, so they're not competing with you. No, so that's a really valid that point. That is so true. But I'm very impressed so by this true. girl saying, you know, I'll, I'll look after the fuel, because that's that, the idea of a co-driver, is wow. to look after everything else. That is amazing. Mm. I was sort of blown away by that. Mm. Well, but why is it that the typeface is so much smaller for the navigator than the driver? <laughs> on the side of the car. Well, it certainly is in the Australian Rally Championship. Really? They've got no, no, hero no, no, and no. zero. I really, oh, really, I disagree entirely with that, but, John. Yeah, I do too. Because I think the person sitting in the silly seat, you know, that that's just something I would never do. I've sat alongside a V8 supercar driver. He scared the crap out of me. I'd <laughs> never do it again. But to sit there when you're doing. And we got up to 272 kilometres an hour in Targa last year. Mm. <coughs> and to sit there, hanging onto a piece of paper <laughs> with your legs crossed, mm. I mean, yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I mean, can you've got to be crazy. Can I, uh, can I ask a serious question? Certainly. Um, with pace noting. <laughs> uh, I thought that show. was a serious one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the end of it. <laughs> with pace noting, do you, when you do reconnaissance, do you uh, go over the pace notes? You don't buy someone else's. Oh, you? absolutely not. No. If no, you want to go fast, you've got to write your own notes. You've got to do your own, exactly. And I agree. I go to the extreme. You know, we, I write my own notes. And uh, I make sure that uh, my notes, I then record every stage. Excellent. And yeah. mm. then I go back over videos, and I, I'm very serious about the preparation because mm. I don't want to die. And it's, you, a, it's a very dangerous sport, and you need to prepare. You, it's very interesting you to change co-drivers because did you get used to um, your co-driver the way she called? Oh, absolutely. Because I, I found that uh, with the two drivers that I've done post notes with, uh, they varied in what they wanted first, whether they wanted the distance, corner, exactly. then distance. And because you need to know what's on the other side of the corner. No problem, Stoney. When you're yeah. approaching a nine left over crest yeah. uh, and you're doing 200 k's an hour, I just, for interest's sake, would like to know no. what, what's beyond that. <laughs> Where are you going to land? <laughs> Is it a nine left over crest into a three right? Yeah. No, no that's pretty relevant. It's a technical <laughs> thing. Yeah. Having been a co-driver and done a little bit... Um, 
I just um, I, I worry about people buying their notes but not yeah. checking them. Well, they're the sort of people when you hear the co-driver calling three right back there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but that's no, true. that's true. It's just a, a, a I, serious I, question. I have actually watched people write notes, and uh, there was a guy writing notes for one of the competitors who was a top competitor, and I mm. really couldn't believe this. And I said, where's your graduation on the steering wheel? Because yeah. we've got a marker in the top of the steering wheel, which marks dead ahead, right. and we've got a, a strip that graduates 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And on ah, that, that's, that's how we set the corners up. See, I like the ones ten. I I call that the Ordinsky yeah, method oh, because it was Ed that Ed, said to me use one to ten. Ed's Do you know fantastic. that Neil Bates yep. uses one to six? No, I don't understand. And that. then calls halves. No offence to Carl, but I, I, halves is another syllable. Well, for <laughs> Stony, I call one to ten, but yeah. we call uh, a three plus four four oh. four plus. Five, oh, okay. Five plus. Ooh, that's, yeah. And there's a real. Yeah. And when you are on the absolute limit, yeah. and you get called a five, and then the next is a five plus, you go that little bit faster. I like that. I haven't yeah. heard that before. And no, I like that. So we've yeah. got twenty increments, if you like. Yeah, it gives you incentive. <coughs> it does. Yeah. yeah. No, that's very interesting. Providing it's correct. I do worry about when I hear someone go in hard. And I just worry about the co-driver whether they were too late mm, or yeah. whether they'd fallen off the notes, which can happen if you. If yeah. the if the co-driver falls off the notes, mm. it's fine if they tell you immediately. Exactly. Off. But mm. yeah, but when you hear this silence, that, that's <laughs> really bad. Like seven left over, crest flat. The worst silence. bit is the doors open, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> we had that actually happen. That was big. We had two fires in our Lamborghini. The first one. We'd finished a stage, we were driving down to Elephant Pass. Oh, no, actually, we'd just finished Elephant Pass and we are driving through Bishano. And anyway, I'm driving along and I was just about to turn around the back and say, did you smell petrol? And she looked at me and the car blew up. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the first time. She's a very perceptive car oh, driver. Well, I'll tell you what, the second time we were in Targa, over at uh, Targa West, and we rocked up to stage 13. And she said to me, is that smoke in the dashboard? Is that normal? I go, no. And I looked around and she was gone. <laughs> she I like the girl. She was out of the car before. I was doing about five k's now and she was already walking alongside. <laughs> There's a lovely story about Colin Bond and George Shepherd. Uh, George Shepherd used to get in like that. What was and that? <laughs> well, they just tapped the car because what they had was a curtain between them. So he's because there's just night rallies, and they used to have uh, oh, an, an inspection light, light you course, see, yeah. and so it wouldn't glare on Colin. Yeah, uh, they had this curtain, you see. And anyway, he, he gets out. He gets out the. To, you know, uh, book into control, and someone must have tapped the car. <laughs> and take Colin gone. I know we And he's saying, "What's the next? What's the next instruction?" Pulls back the curtains. No one knows. No George, <laughs> <laughs> the fastest stage ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Colin, but hey, I went faster without you. Oh, that's impossible. No, it is impossible. In, uh, uh, in we had a really out. funny thing happen in in one of the classic Adelaide's. We had the. Uh, Black Magic Media or whatever their name was, they were doing the, the yep. thing. They said, we want to plug a, a, a camera into your car. And I said, yeah, yeah, fine, no problem. But we had a 9-volt system with a stillo, and they plugged a 12-volt system in it and blew the stillo. So that was fine. We rock up to the next stage, plug in, and we've got nothing. Yeah. So, you know, Beck's yelling at the top of her voice and pointing at the, the pages as we're going down the road. Anyway, we're nine seconds slower than we normally were on that stage. Mm. But the funny thing was <coughs> that... I rang through to the service crew, they said, look, 
that's okay, the guys are going to fly a chopper down to Strathalban and they're going to land alongside the uh, just before you go into control. Yep. So pull up there, there's a paddock, and they're going to land in that paddock and they're going to fix your stillo. I go, great, great. Anyway, I'm parked there and this mate that I hadn't seen for like 10 years from go-karting walks up and he says, how you going, Kevin? I says, yeah, not bad, not bad. He says, what are you parked here for? Why aren't you going into staging? I go, well, I've got a problem with my uh, my headsets and the chopper's going to land and going to fix it for me. He goes, oh, yeah, you wanker bullshit. And as he said that, I go, choo, 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 choo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was crash. That was fantastic. <laughs> moments, moments in time. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't actually own the chopper. <laughs> so you, you've actually you've, you've actually won Targa West and you, you've, you've, you've won Lake Mountain Sprint. Oh, we enjoyed Black Mountain. And I, I think I, I, I was doing that with the same time with you with Jack Ellsgood. Mm. Oh, of course. And that yellow Capri thing. Yeah. Uh, the Piranha and, 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 and Mount Buller Sprint. We've Mount done Buller all Sprint that a few, a few yeah. times yeah. together. Yeah. Rally Taz, you've won. Yeah. But Targa. Oh, I know, I know. I know, and that, what goes on there? Is it's it, my is Mount it, Everest. Is mm. it is it is is it just like Tasmanian cheats? Oh, we were so close. <laughs> well, they do a bit. Now, you're not talking about Mr. White. He wouldn't cheat. John not, and I are mates. I am not mentioning anyone. I wouldn't either if I were you. I've been sued before. <laughs> Once on this show. <laughs> That's right. uh, John's a great guy. He's a good mate of mine. But that is my Mount Everest. Yeah. And we've come close so many times. And in fact, we in 2008, no, 2009, we were four, we actually were in the mm. lead. And we got to the end of day four, beginning of day five. We're down in Strawn, leaving in the morning. My engineer wasn't with me, rang up, and he said, right, adjust the rear shocks. I said, the car is fantastic, it was so quick. Coming in, when we came in the night before, we came in on Rinadina, and it was pissing with rain. And, uh, you know, we were four-wheel drive, but we haven't got tricky diffs like the R35 had. And we were only a second off of, uh, off of Quinney in that run, 34 k's. We mm. were really happy. We were 55 seconds quicker than Whitey in the same car. So we were like, wow, this is fantastic. Four seconds ahead. Go, oh no, ten seconds ahead. Anyway, going to the next stage, adjusted the shocks, the car was a total peak. Mm. Anyway, so I thought, oh, that's all right. I'll readjust them back between the end of that stage, Strawn, and before we go into Queenstown. We didn't have time. As soon as we finished that stage, straight up to Queenstown, start Queenstown. Mm. Anyway, history, but we crashed in Queenstown badly. 144 k's hit a bloody rock embankment, just the car stopped, bang, just like that. Mm. I broke my back and Beck was okay, but I wasn't too good. And it was purely because we adjusted the rebound on the shocks. And as we went over a little crest in the wet, it's pissing with rain, we were doing 160 over this tiny little crest and a seven left. And as we did that, the wheel didn't come back down because it had too much rebound on it. Mm. And had it had we had the same setting we had, we would have made that corner. And so at that stage, we were four seconds off the lead after 450 kilometres. So we could have won that one. Now that Targa uh, Tasmania has become part of a, an Australian tarmac championship, and, and you've now uh, brought uh, your, your Superlock brand behind a, a classic Targa Adelaide, yeah. it, it's interesting to note that you can actually win a championship, but you have to run a less modern car. Yeah. Here you can only run a 1990 car or, or less, yeah. uh, yet when you mm. add up all the points you can run a current car like an R35 like Queenie had done down at Targa Tasmania. Does this make a lot of sense? And um, I suppose this is a bit of a, a, a double barrel question because I, 
if you go back to 2009, the last time it was run, and, and um, uh, Alan Simonson was down yes. here, who sort of took the honours in yeah. the, the quiet category from a speed perspective, but it wasn't acknowledged and you were the winner. I mean, I, I felt that wrecked the event. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so I, yeah. I just was interested to see what your thoughts on about this. So are we... <laughs> You know, like I was going, well, where's the Delage? Where's Rob Sherrard and all these mm, cool yeah. cars and things like that? Mm. Um, sort of, where, where well, do we go from here? And, and it, will this double sort look, of age I tier know, work? I know that a lot of people haven't entered this particular event because they just want to suck it and see. Yep. Just stand back and see what happens. Right. I'm concerned now, of course, because the entries are around 100. We're yep. expecting 200. Uh, and I think what may occur from a, an economics point of view that next year they might introduce modern. That concerns me. I built that car specifically to do classic Adelaide. Uh, if it goes modern, then we'll run a modern car because I won't run a classic. Because that last, the 09 one, it was really all about who was the quickest. But it was we such a quickest. huge disconnect yeah. for the for the yeah. people watching. I mean, like, it was. Alan was going fast mm. and he was yeah. staying here and going, yeah, but it was boring. You yeah. know, he said, I had that, you know, Dark glass and the air on. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and I'm 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 in there, and there was, was only it? twenty modern cars. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I just think it wrecked it. Yeah, I agree. I think it was David. I mean, you know, I like David Edwards. I think he's you know put his own money up, and so he's as far as I'm concerned, he you know he threw his credentials in there with his own cash. Um, but certainly, from from that perspective, he ruined the event by trying to basically save it financially by bringing moderns in but he actually had no more competitors and you know mm. Jim Richards who had a modern car he sold uh, a classic car he sold it because yeah. the moderns and so he went out Tony Quinn he had a, uh, a um, well one of those bloody yeah, old things Sierra yeah Sierra that's yes, right know, yeah. it was a dirty old but thing, he's, in, he's back in this year yeah, he's, he, in, he's got an R32 he'll race anything mm. anything with wheels on it he'll race it mm. so I'm pleased to see Tony back and he'll be a real competitor oh for sure yeah, he's, he's a madman the original saga was supposed to be all historic but it took on a life of its own and they let us in I was with Tim Linus and in, in the Timmy Linus, yeah, in Kent, spinning up the hill at Buller. Oh yeah, yeah, tell me about that. What a top bloke, Well, Timmy, Timmy bought Kent Yildon's car that came second at Bathurst 12 hours. It was a little TX3. Yeah, 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 the four-wheel drive, yeah. And they allowed us in, and I thought, no, that's not really in keeping with the with the with the the theme of the event. But that was the first target. Nobody knew where they were going. It was like a bunch of soldiers going to Gallipoli. We didn't know what we were in for had no idea and then after the event we finished sixth and Timmy said you want to go again next year I said Timmy you will never come sixth again and, <laughs> and, it, and because the the event took on a life of its own it became a more of a sprint race modern thing rather than the, the historic stuff the historic stuff's good fun but you know it's when your manufacturers get involved and then when you and classic Adelaide was the same you have to to keep an event like that running you need you need competitors. Well, I think when we go back to like Friday night, Goosey Street. Sorry. Mm. Oh, do you yeah. like those little biscuits? They're little. Yeah, good. Uh, Kevin, you either, you're either healthy or a non-healthy person. No, no, I John, know. I'm on a diet. I got to, <laughs> I got to reduce weight. 
<laughs> but the red wine's good. He's going to make up for the 60. 10 kilos <laughs> extra I'm carrying. I've got to drop 10. <laughs> good luck with um, that. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be easy. Like, what are you going to do in the wind? I'm going to leave my head home. <laughs> Friday night at... Uh, Don't need that bit. <laughs> Friday night at Gurja, like that, that's about kids and wanting to be able to touch things. If you've got stuff... You know, Evos and things like that. They just don't understand that sort of stuff. I mean, it, it, it's good to go back. You almost yeah. need to see the, the mm. things that have come out of, like, the Birdwood Museum to be there. So. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's true. People do enjoy seeing the old historic. Oh, they do. Yeah. It's always a great night down there. I tell you what, though, I hadn't driven that car for two years. I drove it a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was going up bloody straight at Malala and trying to change gears, and I was turning on the wipers and the headlights. So. <laughs> I'm used to paddle shift now. <laughs> Thing in the middle, what's the hell's that? That's a gear stick. What do you do with that? Well, you have you have been in jail. Thanks for reminding me. Son. You obviously met Bubba as well, did you? Oh yeah, yeah. Good as a mobster. And we'll be reminding him over Martin the weekend. Oh, yeah. Mobster stop. <laughs> so um, look. Um, Kevin, it's just sort of interesting because you know you, you're 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 a pretty diversified um, kind of driver, and um, and I mean that in a, a non-flippant way. And I'm like my mate Alan Simons that I've been working with for you know the best part of seven or eight years now. What a lovely guy too, Alan. Yeah, I love him when he's in yeah. the other hemisphere. Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you, he's not nagging. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not my press release yet? <laughs> no, we get along famously, but, but he's funny as. Um, but. Uh, Alan has what got that adaptability to be able to just get in anything, and uh, has you know the ability to be able to uh, determine adhesion levels really yep. quickly. Mm. When talent. he goes GT racing, if if um, if the if the car is pushing at the front, he will work the rear tyres to return the balance so that it gets back to a neutralisation, and that's a pretty rare rare um, uh, capability. I suppose that's why he's part of the Hancock uh, uh, driving team. So I thought it you know. Uh, tyre development team. So I thought, are, are you interested in going and doing some of these things in Europe, like, you know, a little bit of a sneaky Nürburgring or... A, uh, uh, look, one of my goals is to hire a Porsche or something over there and buy a ticket for a week and just drive myself stupid around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will warn Might you now long, that, 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 that <laughs> if you do hit something, if, they, if you do hit something around the, whole, the noise you they will charge you for the arm code. I believe so. By meter. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, why well, anyway. charge you for the ambulance as well. What's wrong with them? <laughs> no sense of fun. But, but seriously, do, you know, would you, you know, would you, would you be interested in coming and doing a, a you know, a Spa Thousand K race in LMS as a co-driver in a, you know, in a, in a current spec GT car? Because you, 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 you know, tie warmers maybe allowed, but. But you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah I don't sure. But you could have brought them tonight. We'll get onto that later. But yeah, we'll get think you think that yeah, that right. could be something you might like to do? I'd love to do it. I really would. I think that uh, I like the GT category because I like the uh, the cars. I like the slick tyres and I like the paddle shifts and the the aero that they've got. They're very fast and very exciting cars to drive. But, uh, we did have a little bit of an issue on the weekend. We'll get to your issue on the weekend <laughs> first, but I, I, do, I just do want to just generally talk about, um, you know, your interest in, in moving to sports car racing on an international uh, international scene. And, and um, I suppose the disappointment that I'm finding constantly in Australia where 
people cannot bring their cars here and then consistently run them and then take them somewhere else. Look, for example, there's Ted Hugelin's gone and bought that LP560 yeah. and, you know, and it can't run until next year. Well, I'm going, look, it's Ted. You know, I know, yeah. but, but still, like, where is Stefan Rattel's thinking on this? Well, is it James O'Brien? Well, where are we with the world of, can I take a car from the Dubai 24-hour and then run it at Spa Spa 24 hour and then bring it out here and incarnate and just move it around the world. Why don't we do that? Why is a GT3 the spec not the same? I think it's the cost. Well, next year, GT3 or GT Performance or whatever you like to call it is going to go FIA spec. And that's what we need. Yes. Which is right. a global Good. thing. In fact, Perfect. GT3 and GT4. Yeah, the only difference in Australia is you can't run the current car, you can run a car that's one year old. And I think that's a good thing in some respects because it means you can buy now an Audi R8 or a, a 560 or in fact a 600 LP yep. uh, Lambo from the U Europe. You can pick it up a bit cheaper and uh, away you go. It's mm. really good. I actually bought a, a, a GT40 mm -hmm. uh, that we got in uh, three weeks ago for next what, year. The new cars? Yes. It's, the new car, it's, right. it's an 11. Yep. Yeah, an 11. Mm -hmm. I think it was the last one that they built before the guy shot himself. <laughs> is this as good? <laughs> you know, that reminds me. And I, it's been I'm telling the truth. He show, shot himself. But I, I actually... I'm serious. When did you get the report from uh, Jeremy Clarkson? <laughs> yeah, probably. That was a bit cutting, wasn't it? Bob? <laughs> you were there, and I actually did buller with, with, uh, as a navigator with Rob Sherrard in his golf car. Oh, and I remember it was... Uh, Oh, yeah, that's a real one. Yeah, or something like that. Anyway, and I remember <laughs> we're down the bottom, and we've we've banged it off the line. And it was uh, uh, Brett Middleton had gone up a bit more, and he dropped a bit of crap down the side. Mm -hmm. He's gone, you know, a little a tiny little kink with a you know three right, and he, he's going bang, 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 and about that speed we're doing like a hundred miles an hour, and the car's just like bang, pivoted backwards up the street, Ooh. like that. And I and, and, the, and the front boot's like dragging itself through the, the, the dirt there, and, and you know, it's a little trough with about this and then that down there. And Rob, to his credit, foot on the brake, pivoted back into the centre, pointing up the road. As the dust clears, there's two people standing on the side of the road going... <laughs> 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 I'm going, what are they doing there? And I'm going, okay, someone's going to be coming up pretty quick behind, um, so we better get on it. And I look at Rob, Rob looks at me, and he goes, let me tell you how cheap Grange is tonight. <laughs> and he took off up the hill. And it was, I said, just take it easy, Rob. Like, just, we don't know if we're breaking anything. It was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, so old JD40, new JD40. Jeez, and I had a driver, the thing is... But, so, um, uh, we got battleships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the seat's still the same with that, uh, the round metal. Yeah, the holes little, the, yeah. Sort of like that, the old classic that you look at and you go, that's going to be really crap to sit in. Can't it's actually very comfortable. The, can't turn on the seat warmers, you'll electrocute yourself. <laughs> Don't mention the warmers. That's right. Actually, wouldn't be a bad idea out here, would it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, yeah, Can we yeah. set fire to this table? <laughs> can't feel my nose, I feel yours. <laughs> it's only fair, Kevin. Like you know, the, you know. The, um, There's a, what's that drop down there? <laughs> yours or mine, no, mine I haven't heard the clang yet, so we're all all right at the moment. Uh, we can always move into the kitchen if it gets too painful. Oh, but, uh, bloody freezing! All right, well we can do that. But uh, before we do, um, 
What, JP? You, you've done the research on the on the. Uh, the what are we talking on, about? On the warmers. The war. Oh, the warmers. The tire ah, warmers. the warmers. Okay, you will see. Blame it on Oscar. It's very interesting, oh, actually. The I'll way do things that. the way <laughs> things come through in dribs and drabs. Because I get the GT Championship press releases, you see. Okay. And there was just this little short paragraph that said, Kevin Weeks and Josh Hunt were excluded from the result of race two when the Superlock Racing Team was found in breach of the tyre warming rules. And I'm like, may mm-hmm. I explain? Yeah. Well, well, yes, certainly. Well, they know Do you I want to explain the in the warm area? Yes, please. All right, let's, All right. okay, we're just we're re- holding for a sec, viewers. right? Because oh, we don't want him to be going with well, day two. I've seen that guy in America, he's a gangster. <laughs> His name's Weeks. It's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are back in the warm environment. You're right. Oh, we're on again, are we? Yeah, yeah we, we are. are. So, yeah. Yeah. tell us about. Sorry, mate. You've got to tire warmers. Tire warmers. What's, your ex- what's what, what's going on? Well, it was really strange because we did the first uh, practice session, and I said to Oscar, coming into Honda, I'm under brakes, and the back of the car is shattering, and I thought I think I've been doing too many leg presses because I got the thing on the ABS. And uh, anyway, so I pulled in and Josh jumped in the car and he went out and blew a tyre. We didn't realise at the time, but what the tyre was doing was as you went on the brake, the tread and the sidewall, where the intersection of the tread and sidewall was, it was breaking the bands, the actual steel belts. And what the telltale was, that the back end of the car would shudder under braking. Right, and that was just the load coming up on the tyre. Yeah, exactly. And so... uh, we blew that tyre and uh, didn't think much of it at the time because I'd never blown a tyre on a car before. Okay. Anyway, so we went out again and um, blew another one. So that was the second tyre. Mm-hmm. And then the guy next door to us in his Lamborghini went and blew a tyre, always the right rear as well. So we went to Mitchell and said, look, I think we've got a problem here, guys. And he goes, well, I'll tell you what the problem is. You're not warming up the sidewall. The actual tread's getting hot, the sidewall's cold disparity between the temperatures therefore you got this issue that you're creating stress in an area and it's not warm it's not ready to take I've a load. I've that before actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's happened previously so yeah, it all it made has. sense. Yeah. All made sense John. So you go, it, oh, yeah, was that's... it separating? No. no. No well it was mm. yeah absolutely yeah yeah once it blew it just bloody tore oh, a great big yeah. strip in it. Right. Anyway yeah. so we thought that makes sense so I go out and he says, right, warm the tyres up for two laps before you go hard on it. So we go out and qualifying, so I get pulled up by the stewards because I'm warming the tyres after lap one. And so that was a bit of an issue. So I got, got wrapped over the knuckles for that. So then we said, well, how can we warm these bloody tyres up without doing two warm-up laps? And go, well, you know, you've got to heat them up. I go, well, how are we going to do that? He said, well, you know, stick a blow heater on them. So that's what we did. And uh, unfortunately... We got pinged for that. It was a safety issue. What we should have done was gone to the stewards, said, we've got an issue. Will you allow us to warm the rim first? As it turned out, by the time we warmed the tyre, put it on the car, got out to the grid, waited three minutes, it was dead cold anyway. So in the race, uh, I felt it go on about lap 12, and, you know, which really annoyed me because we'd gone from 12th on the grid because we didn't finish race one, got to third, catching the guys in second mm. by a half a second a lap on four seconds off of them and we had about another six laps to go so I would have got close to them and because our lap our position on the grid they would give the faster cars because they are further up the grid an extra length of time in the pits for the pit stop so we had a 65 second stop the two guys in front of me had a 75 second stop 
So effectively, we would have been nine seconds in front. But anyway, we come on lap 12, went under brakes into Honda, felt the shudder, radioed into Oscar, said, mate, I think we're going to blow a tyre. He said, just press on. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> no excuse. Gee, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Press on, you pufter. Okay. <laughs> I pressed on, blew the tyre coming onto the straight, oh. and uh, fortunately it was the entry to the, to the actual turn. It's sort of, it's a double stage, two stages going onto the straight, and we exit that corner at 212 kilometres an hour or thereabouts. Had that blown at that stage, we would have been into the wall. Mm, so, would have too. Is the GT car the Targa car? No. no it's, it's a different... A, that's a two-wheel drive. Okay. Yeah, and right. the Targa car is a four-wheel drive. Right, okay. Yeah. But they're both black, look, pretty much looking identical. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're from the dark side. <laughs> so, and, uh, Oscar, so, your engineer, you, you actually rescued him from Simon Wills' team uh, dynamic environment. Oscar, yeah. Oscar is But you love amazing. Oscar, I know that. It's, it's, it is definitely... It's a love-hate relationship. Today, today I love him, don't ask me tomorrow, because he and I get on extremely well. I think we're probably the only, I'm the only person that Oscar has really clicked with in motor racing, and, and we've built a really good business. He is a genius, there's no question, but with all geniuses, they're like, you know, one degree of separation from lunacy, mm. and he knows that, and I've said to him, I said, you're that fucking close from being mental, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> but he is, he is a wonderful person, and honestly, mm. I wouldn't be able to be competitive at my age if it wasn't for him setting my cars at, up. At, at, thir- at the age of 30. And, exactly. Uh, but well, so 30's for, getting for, on. That's right. For the for the viewers, in motorsport, that's yeah, right. Look at look at Weber. I mean, for the viewers, <laughs> for the viewers, um, uh, Oscar uh, Furionetto, Furionotto, Furionotto. Have you been um, Furionotto lately? Uh, <laughs> if you rewind in time, uh, he was behind the the Craig Lowndes double O green eyed monster transition mm, right. from mm. Holden to Ford, and and then uh, subsequently with. Uh, 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 Tim uh, uh, yeah, um, Kieran Wills and uh, mm. Simon's uh, operation out there at uh, East Bubble Folk. Um, <laughs> and um, anyway, um, but now he's, he's found a nice home with you, and I know I've heard many, many times that you've been very, uh, you've, you've, you've been very, very warm to him. So, uh. oh, well, Oscar is, as I said, when I met Oscar, we were arranging um, sponsorship for Team Dynamic. What? I didn't know at the time was that they'd flog their licences. So I got one and a half million dollars organised. At Woomera. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Testing at Woomera, I remember. So we got, we got, got some reported that on the show. Didn't we? we got some money organised for them and it never happened. And I said to Oscar, look, where are you going to go from here? He said, well, Team Dynamics finished close because they ran out of funds. I said, well, are you going to be an engineer for the rest of your life, earning a couple of hundred grand a year, or, or are you going to... Uh, you know, do something with your intellect because you're a very clever man and I think that we can use that intellect. For 50K. Yeah, and we can... Because yeah. uh, <laughs> I've got a business to run. <laughs> I've got to hand money I, out willy-nilly. Well, no, no, I think that, you know, you know, I've got a love for motorsport yeah, and I wanted Oscar certainly. on board. We formed Superlock Racing. But what he did, we, we started developing, or he started developing, I started funding, um, the Super Shop. And uh, it was... My son's, uh, my uh, grandson's first birthday, when and he's now six. When Oscar had the first shock absorber, now we've just started selling them. 
So that's five years of development. Mm. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, I can imagine. But he's got a shock absorber that when we fitted it to Greg Crick's car after Adelaide, the Clipsal, because everyone said, how come your car's going so fast? Because you're an old fart and the car's an old car. What's going on? I said, well, it's a super shock. That's the, car. the thing was so good. Anyway, so Greg Crick looked at it and said, hey, I want in, you know. So Greg Crick got a set of super shocks. Uh, we both went to Eastern Creek. I put it on pole. Greg was two tenths off me. He then won the race. Uh, he has told everybody that is the best car he's ever had. Just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And since then, we've got all of the uh, the Vipers on the grid, and we've got two Lambos. We'll get all the other Lambos when they decide to race. Um, we're on all sorts. We're uh, in. Uh, we're about to go to Europe via um, Hans Reiter. He's testing our shocks this week coming yeah, up, true. and I'm sure once he tests them, he'll love them. We're going to the US with uh, Chrysler because Greg Crick is a Chrysler dealer. He's mm -hmm. told them. They said, "Hey, send a set of shocks over." I'm um, honest. Chrysler dealer. He's a, he's a lovely guy, Greg. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, he's an honest Chrysler dealer. Yes. Mm. I, I, I like Greg. So do I. I mean, and, he, and he's a target winner. Yeah, he, mm. he's just a decent person. It's an interesting story that you say that because I, I was involved and uh, I've done quite a few Le Mans 24 hours. Uh, with, Have you? With, with panels and stuff like that, with, and with we Paul were a dynamic, oh, Paul. Uh, uh, dynamic suspension. I got Paul into this business. <laughs> There's always someone that's responsible. I, I do know that, yeah, and I know I know all that because of Darren Disbury. Oh, you uh, know Darren as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, know the, we know the Ryan family. Small <laughs> world. He met yeah. Bubba as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he was his There was a. There was a <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There was a shop program called uh, a Dynamic from run from Multimatic Suspensions out of Canada, which is a very interesting... Not for you, viewers, <laughs> to hear about. Anyway, moving on. But now, look, you know, we don't want to... We don't, we, how, Are you 50, keep doing that? Thing? 51 minutes, I want to see how... Oh, well, yeah, okay, how long we've like been running. my iPod. It's the latest <laughs> model. <laughs> not. Yeah, I don't know that we can say that at the moment. You want me to? You don't have to say anything. No one, no, no one listens we're, to the show. We're designing no. a shock absorber presently. Our current shock absorbers weigh about 1.25 kilos. Right. We've designed a 200 gram shock absorber. Ah. <laughs> well, I hope it has high tensile strength. It's got 680 megapascal strength. High tensile steel is 550. Uses mm, aluminium. Wow. It's an amazing Ooh. product. We didn't we didn't make the aluminium. Obviously, we bought it from Europe. But uh, this this shock absorber is going to go into the, the pinnacle of motorsport uh, for testing very shortly. You know that that's actually pretty interesting because we're getting um, within Australia, like you're getting like um, uh, a keys wheel and, and, and mm. what, the, what the remnants of PWR and mm. Bryce Washington and, yeah, and yes. the they yeah top top people pushing. Their radiator systems, cooling systems, into into yeah. F one and, and all around the world, and, mm. and like here we have we've got some great little old Adelaide. Yeah. In, in, mm. in fact, in little old Elizabeth, mm. uh, Elizabeth, actually, if you live out there, Elizabeth, um, <laughs> we've got this shock absorber. <laughs> so you want to limit our listeners? No, not at all. No, hey, we employ a lot of Elizabeth people. They're lovely kids. Is by it, the way. What's the chance of a Corona with Lyme? <laughs> What's a corona? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Actually, right, my sister one. had one of those. Yeah. 
she come from, she was out travelling from Victoria to South Australia, and she's coming around. She was an absolute redhead, coming around the corner doing flat out in the Corona in 1968, which I reckon flat out I reckon was about 130 k's, and there's a whole heap of sheep crossing the road, so she had this Corona with all these hoof prints up the side. It was a good car. Anyway. The shock absorbers, very interesting. And I can see that there will be another show. There'll be absolutely. <laughs> there will be, yeah. A, 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 a CTA post Morgan. 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 With the timber chassis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have another um, drink, John. Oh, sorry, have another one. Um, how effective like, has the brand been for you? you Superlock brand. How effective has the, has the sport been for you, you know, I mean, or just, is it just a love thing or does it really actually work for you? It does. Um, every time that we go on television with a rally or whatever it is, our websites on Superlock just go up two, three hundred percent, the hits. Mm -hmm. um, we've got to, you know, I really think that like Tony Quinn with VIP Pet Foods, we've got a bit of a niche market. There's, there's so many people that are interested and look at motorsport they might be rev heads but they will look at it and they associate the branding as a, um, a quality branding so if they see it on a race car they know race cars are expensive therefore that must be a quality product mm -hmm. because it's on a an expensive item it's like when you go on television you get credibility off of TV you may spend twice as much budget on radio but you'll never get the impact that you will off of the television program because of perceived to be more expensive and I think motorsports perceived to be expensive therefore if you're hanging a brand on it then that is a, a quality brand and has some credibility and so that's why we think we get good return and you have a well you have a product that has a, a very very wide-ranging appeal yeah looking looking ahead can you see that steel systems could also be um, um, supplemented by carbon fiber systems Look, any I believe. I mean, because that, you I, think like carbon fiber was no one could have a carbon fiber this or that. Now you got a carbon fiber iPhone cover. Oh, I mean, look, there's I I believe that you know is it <laughs> is it trickling down? There's no there's no question that in terms of composites, we we've, we've got a new product that we're going to release, which you're going to get a scoop here in three and a half four weeks time, which is called Thermalock, which is a, a rigid cellular insulation, which is actually baked into a wall frame, a steel frame wall frame, mm. under 200 tonnes of pressure. And so it improves the thermal performance of the average house by 50%. Mm, uh, and it's lightweight. And no, so hates you. No more expensive, no more expensive than normal insulation. In fact, we charge, we will charge no more for it. But all, but that's a composite. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, once mm. again, that's all of the things we do in motorsport, it's got a bit of a spin off. You think about the engineering, we're using unigraphic software, yeah high-end software we're using that yep. for mm -hmm. finite element analysis of all of our products so from motorsport we take the UG into housing construction we want to check a connection of a truss to a top plate whatever we're doing straight onto unigraphics FEA analysis bang mm -hmm. there's the stress points there's the design capability uh, no one no other construction company in the country does that mm -hmm. and that's all come from motorsport yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. absolutely carbon foot Footprint discussions are definitely another show, but I can see where we're ah, going with yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we get on to just general business, 
<laughs> Another drink? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Part of the show. Um, this is the best radio program. This is yeah. nothing what I expected. SUVs. SUVs in the Australian Rally Championship. I mean, Scott Pedderwops. What's an SUV? Yeah. Sports <laughs> utility. <laughs> One of these very ugly cars. Yeah. Oh, I, know, the other day. I mean, how ugly is that? A soft rotor. This, does okay. that look? That is a that Lexus. doesn't look very sporty, does it? No, it's no, very it's ugly. And then, and then this thing here, which is the same car that's stolen you. Got a bigger ass than Julia Gillard. What's that new car? What's the new? What's the new it's about as popular as well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think that's what they're going to introduce into the rally championship? Do you I've think we should be no doing idea. that? Well, Cayenne turbos? No, I guess you know. Depends on depends on who's sponsoring yeah, it, doesn't right, it? Okay. That's what it gets down to. Next. It's expensive. <laughs> no. Okay. Australian Safari. I don't know. Why are they bringing those in? Supposed to be I reckon you and I stoney could get into one of those. I could get into that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've got a race to do next week, but, uh, you know, like, very comfortable to navigate. The supermarket, supermarket rally. You could even wear the beer stall, <laughs> What you should do is you roll down the supermarket, load it up with stock, yep. and get to the next point. How fast you can do that. We could have plastic babies in the back. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can have one of those yeah. child on board stickers. You'll need that for right. a bit of a... Evaluation, and we'll, we'll get round to that in a minute. Yeah, pass oh, around there. What's going on? Um, but look, just a couple of little things that I thought which were quite humorous uh, coming oh, up this week was yeah, that, okay. that Derek Daly. Do you remember Derek Daly? Derek Daly, Derek Daly. Daly. He joined the stewards panel for the Italian Grand Prix to be a, a driving instructor. Well, I mean, this is a driving a, a driver that drove over only from five seasons between with Ensign, uh, Theodore, March, Tyrrells, and William team in '37. In 1980, you might notice that he was driving that car sort of over the top of everyone else with the candy appliances vehicle. Right. I'm not sure much advice that he will be able to be providing. He was the guy that had that huge prank. He, uh, and he, that's he, right. He, he was sitting, going over the he was sitting in his crash seat. at yeah. St. Devon. And his leg was bent like that. I don't know about that. Hmm. Colin McRae. <laughs> a, a, a sad finding. Colin McRae's helicopter crash was found to be... Uh, avoidable uh, during to an uh, to an inquiry, which actually the information just came out today, and it was Colin's fault when he was flying without a license and too low. That'll do it every time, won't it? Not good. Not happy. No, definitely not good. Never driven without a license, John. <laughs> no, only, not only over. Only well, in that case, that one one cancels out the other, so that's not a problem. <laughs> what am I talking about? We've got to be zero. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Look, uh, now, does does that mean the start point is not out the Hilton anymore? It's down at the. It's down at the. <laughs> outside the pub. Outside the tell. That's not right. Outside the tell. They're putting that red mark in the driveway. No longer <laughs> through the bottle shop. <laughs> Parfumé is no longer in Goodger Street. No. And, and so no, it's all for me is down at the Waverley uh, Showgrounds, isn't it? Yeah, Waverley Showgrounds. The Barrett, the, yeah. the nice pavilion, the, the new Barrett. one, the new one, the yeah. Goida pavilion. The Goida, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, the, the Goida line. But pavilion. how does that work then? No, it's not quite the same. No, is it for everyone to burn out up the ramp into U Park? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're right, actually, because that, that was quite it was special. It was a part of yeah. a deal, wasn't yeah. it? And we then used to, we used just to go cooking yeah. all down there to make it even better. <laughs> the, trick, the trick with the breath thing is is to have a left-hand drive car because Mr. Plot SA <laughs> will always test the navigator. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's oh. some funny stories about that, but I, no, this is not for yeah, the well, press. Yeah, that'll be yeah, no, no, mm. okay, not for uh, the press. Um, no. uh, other tiny little bits of news. Uh, Andrew Ledecky has, uh, yes, has yeah. won his uh, first outright touring car masters round. Fantastic. Off suddenly. Oh, like, back on again. At, uh, at, at Eastern Creek on the weekend, which is uh, oh. saying that he's actually driving the best he ever has. Now, I had lunch with him a couple of weeks ago up in Port Macquarie before he, mm. he flew off to Tanner Island thinking he was having a nice holiday, he had to repair a boat to, to float back on and climb a volcano. And he got back and won all that. Um, Brabs on the podium with Sumo GT uh, at the, the Nissan, which actually runs a, a V8 truck engine mm. in, um, in, in, in China. They're doing a, top, uh, a double uh, China round there, so that's all, that's all pretty good. Um, you'll be going to Bath's. Yes. I don't know where you're going to be on the sketch, but I mean, like you know, if there's even like someone who farts in the morning, you'd be punted off. You won't get you won't get one lap because you've got Fujitsu, Utes, Touring Car Masters, Career Cup, and yourselves. Yeah. So yeah, we're, the, um, we're the ugly know, ducklings. No question about oh, that. Oh, let me. T yeah. We, our practice time is four forty-five oh. a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be right too. Take the time warmers. Why the guys have just they've just gone to bed then to sleep off the hangovers. Yeah. <laughs> Up on the hill. Yeah. But we do get in a race at six AM. That's not too bad. He's your co-driver, Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and finally I don't know if anybody got to see the uh, the start of the inaugural Baltimore Indy car race there, where as they turned around the corner there was the safety car actually driving the wrong direction down the track and into the safe oh, zone. They went, yeah. and, and Will Power's gone, what? oh, that could have been a drama. Oh, he yeah. won the race. But, so, yeah, it was all a bit ugly. Did you ever see the, the YouTube footage of us going up Lake Mountain and the car coming the other way? No, I haven't. Oh, seen no? Well, John Allen and I... That have been Peter Washington. No, no. <laughs> yeah, probably would have. He was looking for a radiator job at the time. But... No, we, we set off in the 32nd interval, so this gentleman, whom I won't mention who his name was, he spun, and he thought, well, actually, it'd be easier for me to go back to the start-finish line than actually complete. Oh. So I think I'll come backwards. So we come around the corner, going as quickly as we possibly could, and here's this turkey coming the other way. And honestly, if he'd been another 30 metres down the road, we would have just... It would have been pleasant. Oh. Anyway, pretty ugly We would have stuff. had a radiator right. in the front of our Porsche. <laughs> Moving on, JP, yes, what mate. have you got for us, son? Well, I just thought there's a few bit, bit of V8 news. I see you've got the list out there ready for... Um, well, I just thought, look, we you know, there's uh, a lot of internationals there. And like, well, they've you, you, all, have a all the internationals have been finalised, haven't they, now? Yeah, yeah well... Who was the last one? You and I, well, Luca Degrassi was the last one with uh, Jonathan Webb. He was the final international. So. Just religious no. There's only one Sebastian. Is that a piece of Yes. And the only right. two in. Christian Clean. Christian Clean. Bordeaux, Creon. Try. Patrick Malone. Christian Clean. We've mentioned most of these before, haven't we? 
Tandero, Simon Page, no, 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 no. There's some people from the Look other the grass side. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That, this is this, this is Indica. Hmm? Oh, yeah, this is Indica. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, this is a, another. This is now the complete list of who will be there under the tentacles of Crusher. He loves the recession drivers coming over. <laughs> yeah, for their ten grand plus stay. <laughs> it's ten k. You're in ten k. Nice room. Oh, Fly home. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. That'd be nice. Fly China. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's the end of that. Well, that's pretty good. So come on, JP. Oh, right. you got so, well, Jason Richards. Has finally said no. I'm not going to do the enduro. Poor bugger. No. But Although he did, he did right. have a fantastic weekend at the Touring Car Masters, um, winning the Group C feature race in the Tirana A9X. So um, anyway, he said that he's he's still basically part of the team. Uh, he's going to be there. Um, so good on him, and uh, all the best to Jace. So uh, be shame not to see him at the enduros. But by the same token, it'd be good to know that he's there with the rest of the guys. Very much so. I see Frosty's uh, shaking down a new FPR, new FG Falcon on Monday. Did uh, over 100 laps with Steve Richards, who's his enduro co-driver at Winton. Uh, apparently very positive about the car. Um, ironed out a few bugs. <laughs> Nothing on the back. He's <laughs> no, no, pretty no happy by all accounts. <laughs> now one thing I thought was really good that we haven't heard anything about, which I suddenly sort of tripped over, is... Trading Post, which is Telstra basically, because they own Trading Post, are doing this thing to find mechanics, or find a mechanic, to um, work next year's season for free with a top, <laughs> with a top team, yeah. with the Trading Post team. So they've got apparently they've had, like, they've had half a dozen guys all ah. uh, working and and like in, it's like a competition, like this thing that. Um, Grant's doing on the TV, but it's for mechanics. Grant. Which I didn't know anything Grant about. Who? Who's Grant? Denya. Oh. Well, same deal as what Denya's doing, but this is for mechanics. And it hasn't had any publicity, to my knowledge, prior to this. Oh, it could be called Master Spanner. Well, it could be called Master Spanner. <laughs> they, so they could have made a reality <laughs> TV show. Hey, it, can, you a, can you do a logo? Hey, <laughs> on the way. Do a goodie on that. <laughs> Something to do on the plane. <laughs> The first finalist in line to be a trading post racing recruit is Kane Sedonia from Summerton Park. Essay. Good on him, I reckon. You see. Many times I have said, Kevin, that if you're going to be successful in car racing, you have to have a short surname. Because if you do, oh. then you get a large typeface. I couldn't. Because if you have, <laughs> like, Sven Westbrook, <laughs> like, let's see, Weeks is sort of working. It's a problem. Not as good as Hart. No. But no. nearly. Weeks is not I knew a guy called Rick Sade. Fabry. Now, wouldn't Fabry. you kill for a name like that? Rick Fabry. That's the fastest name you've ever heard of, isn't it? <laughs> it's is terribly slow. slow. But the name the name was amazing. They give him pole position just for the name. But Rick Fabry. Do you think what what do you think? Is that twelve point? 
right. he's going to get that typeface. Uh, Bruce, it's a problem. See, weeks you'd get, you'd get a, a 48 point. They'd I don't play. think our window's big enough. <laughs> <laughs> and hence it's so important. That, you know, that's why they're using these SUVs. Because the driver's names are getting well, difficult. Think, oh. Maybe there is okay. a, a, a way of being able to get around it. I think, I think we should abbreviate. <laughs> w. Yeah, yeah, week should be W-E-E. As in winner. <laughs> <laughs> Target week. <laughs> Is that like Winner and Charlie Sheen? <laughs> i got no idea. Who knows? We'll find out next week when the news shows up. What time is it? Are we ready? Are we finish it? We are. <laughs> we're, 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 we're winding up right now. Um, uh, <laughs> Indian Grand Prix? Anyway, no, no. Indian Grand Prix. I think we're done with motorsport. We're done with motorsport. Formula One. So there you go. That's the, that's the last little Formula One news. Yeah, no, Turkey's definitely lost Formula One next year. Yeah. <laughs> Indians. Our guest is track. telling us to, to, to look, say, so look, there you go. I'm sick of it. Oh, and Nicky Lauder reckons um, Lewis Hamilton's overdoing it. There you are. Over to you. I think uh, Apple's overdoing it by giving a million shares to the new CEO, Tim Cook, which is, you know, at $386. Well, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, and, and half of them invest in 2016, the rest in 2011. So he's got to stay there for a couple of years to get that. Mm. Yeah, on top of his $58 million a year. He's been there for Salary. Salary. He ought to come to mm. Australia and get a real salary, shouldn't mm. he? <laughs> <laughs> he get 45 grand you, Would it be similar? <laughs> oh, absolutely. 45 grand plus residuals. <laughs> get a little... Sounds good. What's that word, by the way, John? everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you get a free pasty every lunchtime. <laughs> and a white, bottle of white wine, nothing else. You gotta bring your own coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for tonight, except for a very no, that is tech time. That was it, was it? Well, I have a bit of tech time. Quick, right. but running out, people are running out of patience, JP. All oh, right, okay. Well, I mean, forget the people, tech time. Can't you see right. these people? Well, the only thing I'm going to say about tech time: Firefox 6.02 came out today, and once again, Flash Player was out of date the minute they installed. I know nothing. Doesn't works. that crap you off? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go for a new job. I found a new job I want to do. Apparently, Apple are on the hunt for a security guard for their unreleased products. <laughs> But you, because after two uh, iPhones being lost in two bars in two years, they're going to now give all the all the boffins who go to bars. You can have your own security guy just to make sure you don't leave the phone behind on the bar. Oh. Unbelievable! Can I just do a quick uh, congratulations to Arthur Scissors, nine points short of victory in the San Marino rookie, losing to Lorenzo Baldassari. What? He's an Adelaide boy. Absolutely. Kind of plug the Adelaide boy. Motorbike lad. I believe he's. You're right. He's after a set of two hundred gram aluminium shockers. We got to deal with this boy. Jorge Jorge Lorenzo. Jorge. Jorge. Do you love the 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 number on it? It's a JL, but it's a one. You got to. I'll have that bit of Mexican. You've got to have the flu when you I see that. you down at Macclesfield doing that early morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Think, you, think of the Spaniard collecting the cows to milk them. Well, <laughs> get the cows. <laughs> and finally, the Sydney Morning Herald gave some uh, food awards. Doesn't mean that they're the best uh, awards. But uh, what is it? I can't see. It's somebody uh, getting soaked in champagne after oh, winning Classic Adelaide. That's my lovely wife. There you are, Val. Oh, Darren Disbury as well. 
<laughs> my God, there's Darren. There's the man. It is Darren. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. he's a friend of yours. So he told me. No, no, I know. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks. Trust me, it's you, darling. <laughs> but uh, there was a there was a, a, a restaurant that was just a winner. Uh, in uh, the Good Food Awards there, and it was... Uh, Is this the Australian Good Food Portero, Awards? And they were into Argentinian food. And I thought, well, where do we have Argentinian food? Or where can you go safely? Well, you can't go Goose Street, because <laughs> you're going to go... No, it's not the drive-by shooting that you're worried about. You could run into the ex-treasurer. <laughs> or you could go down to Sosters. Just Kev. Or the ex-treasurer could be running off. That's not my fault. Pay fault. It's Court Road. Sosters. Court Road, next to Channel 7. Enzo's. Yes. Moved down the road. Mm-hmm. But then I found this place, Portera, and I thought, I picked this photo up and I thought we should end the evening, uh, the show, on it. That looks like the way to cook a human being. Who cuts you off? A classic. That's wrong. It's like a, a friend of mine. <laughs> looks like my pet rabbit that I lost about 10 years Oscar ago. Oscar would argue with that me once more. Yeah, that's <laughs> where you go, Oscar. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's well Oscar. Yeah. That's okay, Oscar. That's what happens when he uh, mouths that's off. That's what you would like to have done to him on the weekend. <laughs> Just before we go, you're off to um, Goodwood. Goodwood. Goodwood yep. mate, tell us a little bit of the revival. Uh, every, uh, Bob Watson rang me the other day. He's going. He'll be there. Because uh, Jimmy and uh, Jim Richards mm. and Vern Schupin are there. They still don't know what they're driving yet. Apparently it's a lottery. You, ro- you rock up. Because yep. Jim, Jimmy got a... Um, he got a Morris Minor with a Cosworth engine in it. Last week. <laughs> 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 he wasn't unhappy about. It's better than a transit van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Vern's okay. He'll probably end up something starting with P in German. But um, uh, I haven't been. But I, the thing is that you go there and you've got to wear period costume. Now this is a bit of a worry, you know, because you they won't let you in. We've got the we've got the metal badge, so you go into the into Lord so March's marquee. So they've timed marquee. it perfectly, have they? Yeah, yeah. Lord March's so marquee. Right, and if you go in there, you have to wear a jacket because uh, Doug Nye, who's in part of the organisation, he said when Frank Gardner was over there, he walked in with his driving suit and they made him put a jacket on, which was about six sizes too small. <laughs> but so but they actually have, have places at Goodwood that sell uh, old old fashioned clothes. And so you can buy your clothes there if you arrive at Goodwood and you haven't got anything. So it's, uh, I've yet to see it. I've been to the Festival of Speed. I said to a mate of mine I was going to the Festival of Speed. And he said, they have a festival for speed? Oh, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it'll be interesting. Interesting. It's every man and his dog. Look guys. forward to catching yeah. up with you. Yeah, we'll uh, another yeah, episode yeah, of the show. Mm. And, and thanks for coming down on such short notice, Stoney, because I know it's just 6.30, uh, 5.30, <laughs> and you come down. That's <laughs> why I forgot about you. Kevin, thanks for coming down. Best thanks, of luck for Classic Adelaide. And, um, thanks, John. We'll try not to annoy you too much, but uh, you know, no, the dog will be floating um, around. Uh, the number one supporter there. Thank, they'll thank you for... Uh, staying there and just oh, saying right. boo right. and just, yeah. just putting up with us all and, and, and just been uh... oh well there you go excellent <laughs> yeah we're having fish and chips yeah, yeah. <laughs> Duncan months, uh... thanks for uh, <laughs> the, all the olives <laughs> and, and, and Jay one chip for you you're trying to lose that 10 kilos <laughs> <laughs> thank you viewers have a leg amputation. if you have as folks would say as right. folks would say right. you have just missed or you have not been listening to episode 191 of Radio Hotland. <laughs> there you go.